This is Jaime, and I welcome all to You Are the Seed. Four, Inner Samurai. I just first want to start off by saying, uh, what is what is truth? Do you judge? And I think about that because, like I said, I've, I judged myself a lot uh, internally throughout life. And... I think of what is truth. Only I know what truth is. I have to go within myself first and foremost uh, before I can find truth in the outside world as well. So I think about these, you know, we're these magnificent human beings. If you, if you look at the composition of the human body, you know, we're made of 11 essentials needed, needed for life. And Five of them, six of them, six of them out of those 11, you know, we have carbon, oxygen, hydrogen, which is the most abundant chemical substance in the universe. We have 10% of that. That's amazing. And then we have nitrogen. We have, and we have calcium and phosphorus. But, you know, we have car carbon is the one I want to speak of. Uh, but actually all of them. So carbon, we have 18%. Oxygen, we have 65%. Hydrogen, we have 10. Nitrogen, we have three. So we make up, it makes up like 96, 97%. And, and everything else is, you know, within as other. And, you know, out of these 94 elements, periodic table of elements, you know, 33 are known. And I think of just kind of scrolling through a little bit in how we have iron, Fe26, which is a connection, you know, they say Mars is iron. And then also Venus, we have copper proteins, 29 Cu. So it just takes me back a little bit into planets as well. And, and then I think about the seven classical planets as well you know, what they used way back when in ancient times. And uh, the main one, like I say, 10, because it felt like this tin warbled sound, SN50. 50 is a big number for me. So, you know, I'll speak more a little bit about that in 50. Uh, that's what I'm saying is numbers speak as well. It's like, I think we just don't really realize the depth of how they speak to us. So... So I just want to get back to that carbon. And it takes six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, carbon. And within those 19 spheres, when it creates that sixth one, which is right it, in the seventh one, but also in the middle, it creates everything creates, it creates the outer petals of the interior six petal which is six interior petals six exterior petals and then in between those is the triangles and that's why I made my logo too because it means something it has depth for me and so that comes six 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 protons six electrons six neutrons carbon <clears throat> so it's just interesting that how numbers speak and when I go back to 1967, which is my birth, and I think about that six-day war of uh, the Israel and the coalition of 
the Arab states. And it's it was in June, so it was four months before I was born. But, you know, it's like these, these numbers resonate with me. They make me remember things. So as I'm in this bathtub, and I never took baths, like I said, so for the first time, a few times, I'm taking this bath, <clears throat> and I decided to submerge my ears and it's interesting about the sounds that you hear uh, my hearing was so alert at that time and I didn't realize it until I heard the bedroom door somebody come out of the bedroom door and close the door and it didn't register me until they turned the bathroom fan on and so my ears perked up and I started listening to all that. And I think about what I heard of everything. It was the sounds. Um, I was just so in tune to my senses when I think about all that. They were so, it was almost like they highly evolved um, on, on their own during this experience. And it reminds me of um, psychedelics in a way. And what I've read about psychedelics and about how, when I talk about psychedelics, I talk about ay ayahuasca, uh, psilocybin, all the natural things that were grown here on earth. And long ago they used to use as plant medicines. But also I think about endogenous DMT, which endogenous means it's internally, naturally made within our bodies, like the neurotransmitters uh, system. You know, it has its own individual system. And because it, it reminded me my experience of being on, the, on a psychedelic in a way. And it was just such a good feeling of all these walls being lowered as I surrendered. And what I've read about psychedelics it, is it drops the walls. And they've done many clinical researches in big universities, such as, you know, like John Hopkins uh, through this DMT uh, clinical researches. But it's very interesting, uh, and it just really resonates with me. But I, I will talk more about that eventually. But I want to get back to as I'm in this tub, and my ears are submerged, and I'm hearing everything. I can hear all all little sounds and and when I hear the door open to the bedroom uh, and I hear footsteps and then I hear the bathroom door open I hear it close and I hear the fan turn on and as I hear the toilet flush and it repeats its process back to the bedroom it just brought me back to birth in the belly and something had just made me feel like I needed to go a little farther besides submerging my ears. So as I take my breath and submerge my whole face in the water, my whole body, I had that urge just to swallow water. And as I swallowed that water, I came up choking and it just reminded me, I don't know why, but it took me back to as uh, 
water breaking as birth and coming out and already being in fear because of all the sounds that I heard. Uh, my ears at that time, I'm sure, were so in tune and to new things. So I'm hearing all these new things on the outside world, which is probably very scary. And, um, and then also as I'm swallowing that water, but it took me back even farther. I, I you know, I'd been thinking about this, uh, before when I say I was, you know, 51 years walking on this earth and it, I feel like it took me back even farther than that. So when I say that, I think about also the experience that I had during that week and, and even after about in a way like, uh, being the first man on earth, like you, you imagine yourself as this first man or woman on earth and you're a creator, you're, you're creating things. And I think about the 21st century being born in the 21st century. Everything is here for me. Uh, you know, I don't even have to think it's already structured. Everything is provided. All I have to do is follow order, follow suit and, and move with the time. And I felt like something was missing. I felt out of place. And it just, this experience has made me think more about going back to being the first man or the first woman on earth and being able to create. It's really amazing. It's such a good feeling because it's something fresh, something new. Um, and this is just my truth of what I speak of. I like to speak what I'm thinking. And, and as I'm traveling, as I traveled back all the way back beyond what I know into the beginning in a way of, of nothing being here and having to learn everything all over again. And it's like, I feel like each and every one of us has that option to take themselves back in time to nothing being here, just land and learning the appreciation of all the land and everything that it provides. I think about that, how amazing that would have been. And I can imagine it. So I feel like everything was already structured coming into this world. And I lost my other side of me, the creative, the imaginative, the intuitive side, and, and you know, the, the right side of the brain. I had left side brain, which is, for me, is structure. It's all about structure, order, power, control. It's very... Um, it's such a very good feeling that I can feel and see both sides of the stick. Of And I think about, like I say, my zero point and it being a scale, the horizontal scale. And also the vertical scale, the vertical being right in the center as zero. And I imagine myself what I went through in this awakening, of what I experienced and how I became conscious because I was totally unconscious 
think about on a grander scale, of a scale bigger than me, an overall grander scale above me, on the outside of me. And how I had, I had transitioned from unconscious to conscious. It was like a sliding on the scale, just the opposite side, the other side of the vertical uh, pole, as, you, as I say, uh, to this horizontal beam. And, and I imagine scales, like uh, weights and measures, like were these little clocks in a way, and my clock was off. I had to be reset, recalibrated. And, but I think about how did I get to that point where I knew that, where my body felt it. And it was by surrendering, surrendering everything. And, and, and I surrendered what I know to love. And as I saw that love, I was able to see that the grass is truly greener on that other side. So I was able to see the difference and I needed more of that. So that's why I searched. And I think about on a grander scale, because it happened to me, it was very impactful. It was so powerful and strong that how did I see that consciousness? How did I see that other side? I saw it through another person's eyes in a way. Like I said, I saw it through my wife, through Victoria's. You know, I feel like she was way more conscious than what I was. Um, like I said, I wasn't conscious. And as I think about that and how I slid over, you know, how I raised up, how she raised me up to see the other side through her eyes and the light that I saw, I think on a grander scale, bigger because I think more than myself now I can see it I feel it I think if it happened to me it's happened many times before uh, we're all the same so I think about okay if there's this invisible grander scale that we don't see and these unconscious people are becoming conscious uh, in their own way I think about a sliding of a scale and how they slide over to the conscious side. And as more and more become conscious and not realizing the depth of it, that that side is getting heavier and heavier of the conscious side. So it's tilting the scale, the grander scale of the unconscious becoming higher up to be able to see over the walls that they built just automatically, you know, they just feel it. The conscious side, the conscious side feels that, that they're, they're, they're raising the bar in a way. And as that bar gets higher, people are becoming more and more conscious automatically. And when you become conscious, what I feel in my heart, my mind, my body, everything, my soul, is that your body goes on automatic pilot. It wants to know. It wants to know that consciousness. It, it 
strives for that consciousness and being that better person uh, with every fiber of their being. So it's very, um, like I say, in a way that was an orgasmic feeling for me, not knowing the depth of everything. And as I'm, as this grander scale raises and raises, people on the unconscious side are sliding over, becoming conscious. I feel like there's going to be at a point where there's going to be enough conscious people that everybody's going to be able to see this conscious side uh, from the unconscious side of the being. And as it starts to get heavier and heavier, conscious side has already learned how to balance. They know both sides. So they can slide over to the center. They can offset the balance of the scale. Reminds me of wrestling. I remember I used to have to lose seven pounds in a week so I didn't eat for for a whole week until I weighed in uh, but it's just it kind of reminds me of a scale and how eventually we'll learn how to level that out where it'll become so quiet and peaceful that in that split second we will forget about wars as time stands still from that silence and everything outside us will hear that silence and just be nothing. So it's almost like a reset. That's what it felt like within my body, within my mind, within my soul. Every fiber of my being, it felt like that. And now I'm thinking as a, on a grander scale, globally, that that could, that's a possibility. Anything's a possibility. We, we've only begun to scratch the surface of our minds. You know, they say we use 10% of our brain. DNA codes, you know, there's so much to DNA, DNA codes that still unlock. There's so much to learn. It's infinite. It, it reminds me of the spheres that I build uh, within those 19 spheres. You can keep going round and round and round. It's infinite. It grows. So, what's amazing, what um, consciousness to be awakened, the feeling of it. It's the feeling of everything brand new. It's being born again. It's, it's reborn into the same body, but a feeling of a younger mind, uh, a healthy mind, an exciting mind, positive mind. It just, it just makes my soul complete in my body. So I feel like the body is a big thing here. And what we put in our bodies means so much that I never realized the things that I put in my body, the damage that it does. At least I'm conscious enough now. So if I, if I do something, I'm always asking questions within myself. And like I said, it sounds complicated, but it's really not. It's very exciting. It's joyful. Uh, it brings passion within me to learn of myself. It's knowing yourself.
as the Greeks say, know thyself. It's such an exhilarating feeling. And I feel we all have that opportunity. And when I say, do you judge? I think of skills as well. And, and I was born uh, as a Libra, so, you know, it's balance of the skills. The ruler is Venus. But I've learned all these things. There's so much more in depth now. Uh, everything means something. You just have to tune into the right frequency to feel those higher vibrations. It's really amazing. And that feeling. And that's a way where you've already tilted your scale within yourself that you can listen to everybody's opinions and you can pick and choose what resonates with you. But you can also learn how to let everything go. It's the attachment to the materials on earth, I feel, is what weighed me down. All the attachments. And that doesn't mean that I don't love anything or anybody. I love very much. To me, love is being able to let go of things and let them learn on their own without control and power. The ego side. I feel the ego was huge for me. And I feel that that had to be absorbed into the mind, the body, the soul, and learn. I mean, I need my ego. I know that. But it had to absorb into it. So it needed to learn how to work together within the body. Like I said, the mind, body, soul. It had to learn how to work together. So it could become one in harmony, one great unit. Think of hives and and beehives and the six the six points of the cells and that's also within the flower of life as well the six points it creates that flower of life it's really amazing what that flower of life represents and not to mention you know it's it's in two dimensions so you look at a top view and you see the six points but also when you put that the one that center seed that you started with when you connect all that, it becomes a three-dimensional cube. And that's amazing for me. And I'll explain more down the road. But I just kind of wanted to touch basis on what is your truth and judgment. Judgment is a huge thing, I feel. Uh, before even opening the book, do you judge another person? So I guess with that, I'll leave those two questions with thoughts in your mind. And the next episode will be Find Your Originality 5. And I thank you for joining me. This is Jaime. Out.